Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? Written and read by Danny Stack. Chapter 18. Activities. Billy's dad had signed her up for archery. Archery was fun, but at this moment, Billy was determined to get back to finding out who killed Nelson Nutmeg. Unfortunately for Billy, there was a young boy ahead of her in the archery queue who just happened to be the worst archer ever. He picked up the bow but didn't have a clue what to do. The instructor did her best to help the boy line up the arrow in his bow. It was painful to watch. Billy fidgeted while she waited and really wanted to scream, Come on! But she kept it in. The boy continued to struggle with the bow. Even the instructor had pretty much given up on him. But finally he fired the arrow. Boing! Straight into the ground. Billy didn't hesitate as she stepped forward to take her turn. She grabbed the bow confidently, lined up the arrow, took careful aim at the target and... Bullseye! The instructor and the worst archer ever gulped at Billy's shot, not believing their eyes. But when they turned to congratulate Billy, she was nowhere to be seen. Across the camp, Woody was at chess club. Woody wore a t-shirt that said, Don't mess with the bish, because in chess club he was known as the lethal bishop. He was all about the diagonals. He was playing a rather intense looking boy who was determined to beat the lethal bishop. A clock ticked ominously in the room as the intense boy waited for Woody to take his turn. Finally, after what seemed like an age, Woody moved his bishop in a potentially lethal move. The intense boy put his head in his hands. He knew the game was up. Woody just smirked. No one could beat him. The intense boy slammed his fist on the desk. Curse your diagonals, lethal bishop, he said. He heard a chair scrape on the ground and when he looked up, he caught a glimpse of Woody running out of the door with Billy, who had come to collect him. In another room, Princess Dress-Up pageant was in full swing. A few girls were posing in front of a colourful backdrop, having their picture taken by a bored photographer. A prim girl with long hair stepped up for her moment in front of the camera. I wish I could win the best hair medal, she said. Other girls were waiting their turn, and they rolled their eyes at the best hair medal remark but a competitive girl with a brightly coloured dress sensed an opportunity. She took her place, keen to rival the prim girl with the long hair. I wish I could win the best dress medal, said the competitive girl. She even gave her skirt a swish to grab extra attention. Everyone turned on the colonel. It was her turn in front of the camera. I wish I was dead, said the colonel, as she stood there in a terribly fitting Disney-style princess dress. She looked ridiculous. Shh! Don't say it out loud or it won't come true, warned the best hair girl. The colonel thought she was dealing with idiots. Just then, Woody arrived and approached the girls carefully. He didn't recognise the colonel in her princess dress. Excuse me, young lady, he said. I'm looking for a girl who... Pipe down, woodpecker. It's me, said the colonel, cutting him off. Let's go. You can't go now. The medals haven't been handed out, said the best dressed girl. Sorry, girls. Medals are earned in combat, said the colonel, and she smeared her makeup under her eyes so she looked more like a soldier. Woody watched on, impressed, but the girls just shrugged, happy to have all the attention to themselves as the photographer took their picture. Shiv was busy defending his title at the tough guy staring contest, or that's what Billy, the colonel and Woody thought he was doing when they arrived at the door. Looks like we'll have another champion this year, so wide eyes for the prize, said the announcer from inside. See him? asked Billy. 
Woody pushed the door open to look for Shiv. He turned to Billy and shook his head. As the announcer said, Get ready and three, two, one, stare! Cries of agony could be heard as various tough guys tried to hold their stares. The colonel took a look inside but couldn't see him. No Shiv, she said. Maybe he's at the den already, suggested Woody. Billy and the colonel nodded. That made sense. There goes another contestant, said the announcer. A boy was led out of the room, his hands outstretched as if he couldn't see. Now remember, don't blink, think, said the announcer as the contest continued. Billy, the colonel and Woody moved on to the secret den. But Mr Slug was already there, boarding it up with a big sign that said, No kids. We've been slugged, said Billy. You don't think Shiv's in there, do you? asked the colonel. Takes more than a few nails to stop Shiv. Where will we meet now? asked Woody. Billy thought for a second. It was a good question. There was only one thing for it. They had to go back to Billy's caravan and see what they could do from there. Chapter 19 Swindon's Great Conspiracy Theory Shiv was on his way to the Tough Guy Staring Contest. He wanted to regain his title. Last year saw him beat an intense six-year-old girl who refused to blink in a marathon test of nerve that lasted 11 minutes. But he was also keen to get back to finding out who killed Nelson Nutmeg. The quest to find the mascot's killer had become real for Shiv. Plus, he knew it was the last time he could hang out properly with Billy and the gang, unless his parents stayed together. Then, maybe he could come back next year. He thought about his parents for a moment. Why did they always have to argue? He tried to put it out of his mind. He took a breath and formed a plan of action. Regain his title, then rejoin the gang. But just then, he felt a hard grip on his shoulder. He looked up to see Diane loom over him. I've been looking for you, she said. Shiv gave her his best tough guy stare, but Diane just smiled. Billy led the Colonel and Woody towards her caravan. I'll just check my dad's not in, she said. But before she could open the door, Swindon popped his head out. Quick, get in here, he said, and ushered them inside. He had set up his blackboard conspiracy theory in the middle of the room. Is dad in? asked Billy. Never mind that, replied Swindon. Sit down. Billy, the colonel and Woody took a seat. Swindon paced nervously by his blackboard. Well, said the colonel, wanting to know what Swindon had found out, if anything. Swindon looked at them, took a deep breath and launched into his big conspiracy theory. So, the aliens in their UFO with the strange uh 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 noises... Garden windmill, said Billy, interrupting, but Swindon was undeterred. Have orchestrated an army of clones, including a doppelganger Nelson Nutmeg, perfect in every way, yet one who remains ignorant of the squirrel shake. Oh dear, said Billy, thinking her brother had finally lost it, but still he continued. Then they brainwashed the kids in the park, via their human collaborator Diane. Consequently, they took over the Wi-Fi to sabotage Woody's drone. That would explain it, said Woody, happy not to take the blame for once. But Swindon took it as a sign of encouragement to continue his crazy theory. Then they mind-controlled the adults into thinking that this is all unlikely nonsense. What about the foreign government involvement? asked the colonel. Billy couldn't tell if she was asking out of genuine interest or if it was a test for Swindon. Yes, exclaimed Swindon, with help, obviously from the FBI... 
CIA, the colonel said, correcting him and rolling her eyes. Is that it? asked Billy, not convinced by anything Swindon had said. Swindon stood up straight, looked directly at his sister and delivered his killer line. We need to see how deep this squirrel hole goes. Billy sagged with disappointment. Woody's tablet beeped and caught his attention. There's something here, he said. Aha, said Swindon, thinking Woody was talking about his harebrained ideas. Not you too, Woody, said Billy. No, look, the last few moments from the drone, it's all recorded. The colonel leaned over to look at Woody's tablet, which showed the drone footage. Is that Nelson's head, she asked. Woody zoomed into the cliff face, and sure enough, there was Nelson's head, stuck halfway up the cliff. Not a complete waste of time then, said Billy. Woody beamed a proud smile, thinking the colonel would be impressed, but she leaned back, playing it cool. Wait, 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 said Swindon, losing confidence in his conspiracy theory all of a sudden. What about all this, the CIA clone squirrel hole theory? If that is all true, said Billy, then leaned forward for dramatic effect. Aren't you scared they know where you live? Swindon thought about this for a second, and the idea petrified him. Ah! he shouted, and ran out of the caravan as fast as he could. You've been listening to Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg. It was read by Danny Stack from his own novelisation of the film. To find out more and watch some clips from the movie, visit nelsonnutmeg.com. <laughs>